all the way. Well, if you're in the UK, it's not all the way for you, but it's all the way for me in California. But she's outside of London. This is our featured speaker, I believe. First time one of our UK coaches is on the national wake up call. So I'm very, very happy and excited because she has uh, earned this spot today. So please give her give her your undivided attention. and Please tag your coaches. OK, we still have more to go. That was pure fire this morning. OK, so she is currently a five star diamond coach. She has been a premier coach three times. You guys three times a premier coach. Um, in the UK, she is uh, ranked number two. She ended the year as number two coach in the UK, and she's currently number 32 in the entire network of four, over 400,000 coaches. Her team name is Hustle and Heart, so I hope you guys are all cheering her on uh, in that, <clears throat> on that. And you guys, please give it up for Izzy Bradshaw. Izzy, come on into the live stream. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much. I would say, did um, Keyshawn and Michelle wake you up? But it's 4 p.m. over there, right? So yeah, I'll wake me up a little bit more. <laughs> you're going to be up a little bit more. Okay, I want to uh, give you the floor here. Uh, tell us about that wake-up call moment when you found Beachbody, you decided to become a coach. Uh, give us your story. Yeah, so when I found Beachbody, I was very much... Um, a new mom um, my background actually isn't in fitness at all so um i had had a 10-year corporate property career in the center of london i had worked my way up you know created a, a mass amount of success for someone that age of 30 in fact I was one of the youngest directors within my whole corporate property firm in london and i think that was really where this anxiety started to culminate where I had reached the top of that ladder, right? I should be really, really delighted and pleased with, you know, everything that I'd achieved. But instead of feeling like that regularly with my husband, who is also in real estate, I would get in the car on a Friday night and I would regularly burst into tears. And that really kind of um, got compounded when I had my son. And in the property industry, I don't know where anyone here works in the property industry, um, you know, working Arthur's hours around the nursery was impossible. So we had to get a full-time nanny and we had that full-time nanny and I would literally leave the house at half past six in the morning and I would get back at half past seven at night. And that really, you know, regularly I was crying every day. I literally at that point felt so disconnected from what I was doing. I not only felt like I was missing out on so many milestones with Arthur, I really genuinely felt like I wasn't really giving back to the world. And one night I received this call from um, a client, a developer client. One of my negotiators had gone on holiday and she hadn't done a handover for the deal. And he was literally screaming at me. And Arthur was what, nine months old at the time. And my husband got home and I just said to him, I can't do this anymore. And he said, what do you mean? You can't do this anymore. You know, we've got a massive mortgage to pay, you know, very much kind of a joint breadwinner situation. I said, I'm, I'm going to find a way because I, I can't do this anymore. And it's going to make me ill and I'm missing out on so much of Arthur's life. And really throughout all of my life, fitness had always been a massive part of my life. I was a gymnast and hurdler when I was younger. Um, but whenever I would get stressed in my corporate job, I would always turn to fitness. And so I, you know, kind of thought about what I could do. I knew whatever I did, I needed to make a success of it pretty quickly. As I said, we did have a big mortgage to pay, but I also wanted to do something which felt massively meaningful to me. And for me, fitness, as I said, has always run in my life. So 
I decided to requalify as a personal trainer, which meant I was serving out my six month notice period as a director. That was one of, you know, the, the kind of stipulations. And then at the weekend, I was leaving Arthur for even more time to go into London to complete my personal training qualification. And at that time, I set up my Instagram. I came across my coach um, and literally was mesmerized by her page. She had everything at that time that I really didn't have. She was really happy. She seemed really confident. She had this freedom that I so was the polar opposite of that I just, as I say, I was mesmerized by her. I wanted that life and I felt so trapped in the role I was currently in. And then one day she posted that she had this info session and I was kind of your dream coach in that respect. Um, I was like, please, you know, let me in. I want to take a peek at this. And when I learned it was Beachbody, I was literally like, sign me up. I was the girl that before our wedding had done the Insanity DVDs. I'd seen them actually on an infomercial when we'd done the PC1 road trip um, in California. And I'd done them when Arthur was six weeks old. And really, I started coaching because I needed to work on myself. I knew as a new personal trainer, I needed to get fit and healthy. And I didn't have the time to go to the gym. My husband still, I mean, he still does work really well long hours. He was working really long hours at that time. And so I um, I decided to do this for me. And I thought, what's the worst that can happen? You know, maybe I happen to help a couple of people along the way um, and I'll get to work on myself and it could be an additional part to my business. So that's really um, how I started. And when it started to take off, um, was when I actually went to a Tina Turner event. Um, it was something that Carl Dykler hosted for us. Um, we went into London. I was one of the top success club earners for the summer months. And I met a couple of the corporate people and I really started to catch the vision. And I started to see that there were girls within the UK network who were building a real viable business with it. And at the time I was um, starting to think about, you know, we talk about dabbling and going all in. I was thinking about building to diamond. And after that event, I came home and I said to my husband, I'm, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna build it around my PT. And I really recognized and realized, you know, it was a light bulb moment. I wasn't taking this business seriously. I wasn't building small pockets of time. I didn't have a designated space for it. I, I took a space at the end of the kitchen table and I decided, right, this business activity tracker thing, this bat thing that I don't even really know what it was, quite honestly. I'm gonna do this every day because I think I can do this. And if those girls there can do it, so can I. And that was really where I started to level up and change and build consistency in my business. You know, I want to share with the audience that we are a global company. We are in the UK, in France, in Canada, in the US. And the similarities between struggles of time not spent with kids, of a job that you don't like, of, you know, a health going south, your your health and wellness, it's the same. There is no difference between us in America and you in the UK. Everything that you are talking about is everyone we meet. They are going through something. I so appreciate you sharing uh, your story, uh, not only because your accent is great, um, <laughs> but it's so real and it is everyone we meet. So thank you for that. Now I want to advance it to the topic. Um, the topic that you're going to talk about today is, is what many, many coaches struggle with. Just coming off of what Michelle Churchill just talked about is inviting, inviting, inviting. You're inviting all the time as a coach. That is what you're doing. Inviting to a group, inviting to drink Shakeology, inviting to workout. You're becoming a professional inviter. 
So sometimes you can get stuck in a rut, right? You can you can keep inviting to groups and somehow you're not into it anymore, then your group's not into it anymore. So what I'd like you to do is talk a little bit about how personal this topic is to you and then go into what you've been doing to improve that engagement. Yeah, so this is actually such a personal topic to me. Believe it or not, um, you know, as a new coach, I am, if I think about my own journey and about my own accountability, I've actually always been the girl that's pretty accountable to my own goals, okay? I'm just like that as a person. I'm pretty self-motivated, which I think on reflection is actually the reason why I struggled so much with it because I didn't appreciate that people coming in weren't the same as me and they needed different things. And so my challenge groups, um, you know, bod groups as we now call them, I call it a wellness studio. I always, you know, as Sani just said, like I didn't massively enjoy it. So probably the invite felt a bit convoluted and I was always way more successful at getting coaches to join me than I was challenges. And as time went on, I really recognized that, you know, the more I learned, the more I realized that this business is absolutely underpinned by challenge groups or bod groups. Um, and my groups weren't cutting the mustard. It's a very English phrase. I don't know whether you say that, but that's what we say over here. And so I really decided to review what I was doing. And I want you to just take a few notes as I go through. So I reviewed my groups and I looked at what wasn't working, right? If we want to make a plan to build engagement in our groups, we need to be willing to look at what's currently going on. Okay. So I looked at it and I realized that there wasn't continuous engagement, right? And I'm sure you've all had this problem where you go in, you share your daily check-in. It wasn't that I wasn't sharing that. Um, you know, you've got your little, um, you're sharing what you're doing and then it feels a little bit like crickets. And when you're a newer coach, that does happen. And I realized with, that with the advent and, um, you know, invention of the BOD groups, I was creating new groups every month. But what was happening was that those people that were engaging, I would then create another group and I had so many groups to manage that the engagement wasn't all coming together in one place. Um, and it really wasn't creating this ethos that was encouraging, enthusiastic and energetic. And I decided that I needed to look at creating one group. So that's something you can look at. But as I said, first things first, review your group. What's not working, okay? And what does it need to be? So I looked at it and I thought, well, it needs to be inclusive, which is why I looked at creating the one group thing in Bob Groups. It needs to be engaging, fun and clearly because of what we do it needs to be results driven you know we're here to get people results that is our job and if we're not doing that and creating an environment where that can easily be seen for our clients and it's easy to follow then we're not going to get them for them okay so I then thought about what helped me get consistent like why do I love this so much what's helped me get really consistent results and if I think back to my journey much like Michelle was saying earlier it boiled down to right, I'm sticking to the program, like whether or not it's a daily workout or something like lift four, where you're perhaps doing it four days a week. Um, I'd had the Shakeology, I'd gone all in, I'd completely fallen in love with it. I was the girl that had such chronic acne that I had really bad confidence. I spent hundreds of pounds on Harley Street um, and it really blighted me into my adult life and it had changed everything for me. The nutrition, I had gone all in on Ultimate Portion Fix and I had got the most incredible results with it. And the personal development was kind of the major thing for me. I was the girl that came out of corporate London and when my coach said to me, are you doing your personal development? And I was like, mm, no, not really. I really had that narrow mindset of, you know, I don't need this. I've had a really successful career. Why do I need some self-help book? Which is exactly the reason why I needed it. So I thought about those things and think about, again, like ask yourself this question, write it down. 
what has helped you get consistent results and why do you love your journey okay for me as i said the biggest game changer for me was with the personal development okay so then what's working what's working in your group and what do you most enjoy and this is so so important because it helps you pinpoint in your groups what's going well as i said I was sharing daily check-ins. It wasn't that I wasn't doing that. I was sharing my workout and my Shakeology. But it also wasn't really bringing in everything that we learn as a coach, right? Our vital behaviors, a lot of those we can get our clients to replicate, and we should be. And I wasn't doing that, okay? So I was focusing on fitness, Shakeology, but I wasn't asking my clients to share their nutrition, to share that they were following either Ultimate Portion Fix or 2B Mindset. And I wasn't getting them to share or even think about personal development, which, as I've said, is a fundamental that's made such a huge difference to my life. And it is the thing I really most enjoy as a coach. And if you've been a coach for any length of time, you will absolutely know that mindset is the cornerstone to this business. Fitness is great, but without that sitting at the bottom, as I tell all my clients and coaches, you can't build anything. So I started to think about that and what I most enjoy. And this is something that I share a lot with my coaches. I will regularly say, yes, think about what the market needs. What do your clients need? but think about what you enjoy. As we've said, like the topic of this call is about building energy and engagement in your groups. And if you're sharing something, like I'll be completely honest, you're never gonna get me, you know, presenting kind of cookery show style bod group because I don't love to cook. I'm not the cook of the house. I follow Ultimate Portion Fix, but if nutrition isn't a genuine passion of yours and you build a group around it, it's gonna fall flat because people are gonna vibe and attract to things that you love, right? And so for me, it was about pinpointing that personal development whilst building it around everything else. So really think about that in terms of what you enjoy within what we do at Beachbody. How could you create your group to be engaging around something that you most enjoy? Because energy breeds energy, and that is the absolute lifeblood to our business, whether or not that's in your posting in your stories, or whether or not that's in your groups or your team pages. What do you most enjoy? Because your people are going to enjoy that too. I then thought about teaming up. You know, I was running this group on my own. It was just kind of my voice. It was it was honestly really boring. And I really implore you to think about how do you feel about your group? Do you feel excited to go in or are you a bit bored? Because if you're bored, it is absolutely time to change it up. And so for me, you know, I'm a busy mom. I have my little boy. As I said, my husband works really long hours. I'm building this around really busy family life. And I felt not only for kind of time wise, but also for client enjoyment, that it would be far better if I teamed up with somebody. And I thought about what kind of person that would be. And I'm not saying to you guys, you know, write down team up and go and team up with someone tomorrow, because you need to be really careful with who you potentially team up with. Have they got similar goals in their business? Do they have a similar energy? And do you get on with them? Because you need to have similar core values. Likewise, if you're someone that loves to have control of your group and know what's going on down to every last detail, clearly teaming up with somebody isn't going to work. But for me, that was something that I decided my group needs to have. So coming back to those vital behaviors, right? If we think about, again, what we enjoy and love as a coach and how and why we've seen our own personal success with our journey, we will know that it is down to creating a habit, creating a habit of either exercising daily or keeping on plan with the program that we're following. That's the physical fitness program. Number two, personal development. Again, we talk about that being the lifeblood, a minimum of 15 minutes every day. Well, I was going to build that into my groups and I was going to ask that for my challenges and coaches. So new coaches come into my groups 
so that they can learn to replicate what I'm doing, okay? So I was gonna ask them to share that every day, 15 minutes, whether that's physically reading or listening, whether it's an audible or a podcast or whether they're just listening to a meditation. That was something I wanted to build in and I wanted it to be flexible because we all know that this business is built to be flexible. We've got some people that don't have time to physically read a book, but I wanted it to create that inclusive piece where people could share what they were enjoying. And of course, what we're gonna enjoy personal development wise, one to the other is going to be different and that builds engagement. So that was number two. So number one was sharing that fitness, which with BOD, we can easily share, right? We've got the tracking part of the app. We share what we're doing. And if we're added to our BOD group, it feeds right in as it does for our clients. The personal development was something that I needed to look at building in. Number three, um, sharing an ultimate portion fix or to be mindset recipe. It didn't need to be elaborate. As I said, like I'm not massively into cooking. It's never been my jam, but I'm into following ultimate portion fix. And so I was going to ask my clients to share one meal or one snack that follows to be mindset or ultimate portion fix as part of this. And finally, Shakeology. Again, with BOD, it's super easy. We go in, we click tracking, we add that Shakeology and it feeds into our group. And that was going to be kind of the basis of my group. And that's how I was going to build upon it. So I built the group on those four fundamentals. And then I really thought about, okay, why and how have I got results? You know, with my business, with my own journey. Well, it's being accountable to people, but it's also the prizes, the recognition. You know, as coaches, we love recognition. There's no point us hiding behind that. We love to win things as people, you know, in general we do. And so I decided that the only way that I was going to be able to get those people to engage on those four things, which let's face it, if they're not posting two things right now, you're probably sitting there thinking, well, how on earth am I going to get them to share four? Well, that's kind of what I thought. But I decided that this was going to be a weekly challenge, a challenge that was run every single week where we have a weekly giveaway. And those giveaways, um, I run the group with one of my coaches, Joe. she's absolutely amazing. Um, but the giveaways are really based on the individual person. You know, is it kind of a self-care giveaway where we've gone to go and get a few face masks and things or personal branded team swag, water bottles, team t-shirts, but really making it personal and making sure that whomever won the prize, when they have posted those four things every day, seven days a week, when they go into this kind of giveaway wheel and there'll be one winner, that that gift comes from their coach with a personal note. And that personal touch is so, so fundamental. But of course, it also makes it fun. It makes it fun for me to go in there and see what everybody's doing. And we built this challenge. And yes, every single week, either Joe or I go into that group and we go through and we work out who has posted on all four of those topics and put them into a spin wheel to see who will win. But the engagement has grown and it's it's honestly been amazing. The other thing that I want to share as an aside to those four things that we build into a challenge every week is lead by example and make sure you're engaging, right? It's so true as a coach, you know, as Michelle was saying, lead by example, go into your stories and share what you're doing. But if we're not doing that in our BOD groups, then how can we expect our challenges, clients or new coaches to be able to understand the basis under which they need to build successful groups or they're going to build healthy lifestyle habits? And I don't know about you, but my absolute bugbear with this business is to have somebody come in and join me and to drop them in the ocean, to have them start, you know, the 21 day fix or 645 and for them to just adopt that regime for the period of the program, because I haven't done my job properly if I haven't helped them create a healthy lifestyle. This is about 
creating health for the rest of their lives. And if we aren't building in, particularly the mindset piece on top of everything else, there is only so much consistency that we're going to be able to help our clients build. And what we found by leading by example is that everyone shares more. Joe and I make it an absolute non-negotiable to share those four things every single day. And we go in once a day, each of us, and we engage on what people have posted in the board group. And you could say, well, that's not massively important. I should be out there inviting more. Yes, you should. But it is about the service that people receive. I don't want people joining me and then them being dropped in the ocean and then taking the time to share the stuff we've asked them to share and then not engage in their stuff. And yes, it takes 20 minutes a day, but it's absolutely worth it. And remember, this is, you know, it's all about customer service. It's all about building your reputation, building trust and having fun. And I have found that as a result of doing that, my client retention has really built over these past what, 18 months, I would say. So really think about that. And I also, with my board groups, I engage with my clients in there, but once a week on a Sunday, I reach out to my clients and coaches and make sure that I've checked in with them, make sure they're okay, you know, make sure that I'm that coach that they remember because actually I'm not just engaging with them in the bod group, okay? And that takes probably about five minutes. So that's really how it's turned a corner for me. You know, massively when I became a coach and for a long, long time, I really, really struggled with challenge groups. But as I've said, I'm gonna summarize what I've covered. Think about what's working for you in your group write it down. What's not working? What is working? What do you most enjoy as a coach? And how can you lead that as a thread through your group? What challenge can you do? And I would implore you to build it on those four things I've shared. So you're building it on the fitness, the shakeology. Yes, those two things come into the bod group, but also nutrition and mindset. Okay. And how can you build that in? And then creating a challenge and a giveaway around it. And you'll find you'll have so much more fun with it. You know, I love the photo that's behind you. Enjoy the journey because if you were bored with your groups, then your challengers were bored with the group, right? Um, and then what you said, if you want to improve engagement, you have to be engaged. Like it's just modeling the behavior. It just sounds so simple. You did a really, really nice job of just reminding people how simple it is. We're making it more difficult, but just to check in with yourself and to check in with your group. Um, Izzy, you've been around three years now. You have been coaching three years. Do you, can you share with us what's been a key factor in your success? Yeah, of course. Um, so for me, this is probably the most difficult part of the call. And Sandy knows this. I've actually covered it um, for the opening of a super weekend. But really sadly for me, two months into coaching, my mum suffered a massive brain aneurysm and she passed away. And that was and still is the most traumatic period of my life. I've moved through so much. But as a result of losing my mom in May 2018, it really gave me this stark realization that life is not guaranteed to anyone. We could get hit by a bus tomorrow. And I was always that girl who sought approval for everything I did in my career. That's why I stayed in that property career for so long, because it was what society expected of me. And I implore you guys to think about this. I really hope that no one here has suffered the loss of a parent who suddenly as I have, and I'm sure there possibly are people on this call who, who have, but it really made me realize 
that I can't spend my life worrying about what other people want me to do, worrying about what X or Y thinks of me. And it made me draw a line in the sand and made me realize that actually the most important thing on this earth is to live a long and prosperous, healthy life for as long as possible and be as happy as possible and to make an impact to people's lives that is meaningful. And there is nothing that then became more meaningful to me than creating a healthy lifestyle for me and my family, creating a legacy for them, but helping other women all over the globe lead healthy lives so they can lead by example for their families, but also create that same legacy too. And that for me was a massive, massive turning point, as I'm sure you can imagine. And I decided in that moment, I had two decisions. I talked to my, my team about this a lot. You can either be a victim or a victor. You have the decision, no matter how difficult a period in life you're going through, you, the power is in both hands. And I decided that that horrific experience in my life was going to be the catalyst for me creating the new life, for me creating a new life for my family, where, do you know what, no matter what happened, I could lean into personal development. And I have to be honest, personal development, seeing a counselor, psychologist at the time, and I'd rather be completely honest about that, was absolutely the reason why I've seen success. Any possible moment when I was dropping Arthur at nursery or I was racing to teach a spin class, cleaning, you know, cooking, doing all of that, I would listen to personal development at any opportunity and soak up any coach training that I could possibly find because I had made the decision that I was not gonna become a victim of this situation. I was gonna create an unbelievable life that my mum could be really proud of. And I know she's proud of me. So don't ever, ever fall into that victim mindset. And I would just also say my kind of character has always been determined and resilient. Ever since I was a little girl, I'd get through the front door with my reading homework and I would ask my mum to tick inside. I've always been that girl that loves to learn. If you're determined and you're resilient, I promise you, it doesn't matter where you are right now with your business, whether or not you've started yesterday and you've got no idea what you're doing, you can create the most unbelievable success in this business with those two characteristics. And of course, a passion and love for what we do by getting your own results. The final thing that I wanted to mention was actually um, somebody else that I met at a Tina Turner event who was my corporate mentor for a little while and I was pushing for Diamond. And I turned to him and I said, I'm really trying to go Diamond by, I think it was someday in December. And he turned to me and in a really blunt, like almost, I, I almost got offended. He turned and he said, Izzy, don't ever try and do anything. Just decide you're gonna do it. And I can promise you from that day onwards, I became really aware of the voices in my head. I became aware when I was saying, I want to, or I'm trying, or I'm doing my best, or I'm hoping, and decided that I wasn't gonna be the girl that hoped, I was gonna be the girl that did it. And I was gonna be the girl that did herself proud and did her mum proud. And you can all do that. And the final thing that I want to share is that if you ever, ever doubt your capability, or your ability to be able to help people. Remind yourself of what it's done for you. Remind yourself of why you're here. You're all sitting on this call because you believe in what we're doing, okay? And I want you all to remind yourself of that because this business is not linear. We go through good markets and we go through markets. We work in markets in any capacity, no matter what you do, you're working in a market. But if you remind yourself of why you're doing this and what it's brought to your life, you will get over yourself, stop making it about you and realize that you have the most incredible power in both hands to be able to change somebody's life who might be going through something worse than you and needs this but as you know as we said earlier on in the call if you don't get off your hands and share it no one's gonna know so thanks Sandy